Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Since we began Mox on the Mic over a year ago, Chattanooga football has played just one game. Until now, this week, the Mox began their spring 2021 season against Southern Conference opponent Wofford. Kickoff is set for noon at Finley Stadium. You can join myself, Scott McMahon, Dave Keelan for the game on ESPN+. Plus. Jim Reynolds, Todd Agney, Will Poindexter. They have you covered over on WFLI Radio. You can find that on the TuneIn app if you're not in the Chattanooga area. So to kick off the start of football season, we get a chance to catch up with Mox head coach, Rusty Wright. First off, how much have you guys been able to get done during this spring portion so far? Well, we were supposed to have our 13th practice today, this morning. Did you wake up this morning? I did. It was kind of, <laughs> was kind of ugly outside. Yeah, kind of hard to go out and get anything done during that. So um, we'll get practice number 13 in tomorrow and see if we can get something done. So, What is your philosophy heading into this Um because you're going to turn around and play again in the fall, I, and you and I, we've, we've kind of talked about this here before, it creates a little bit of a tricky situation. Yep. My main concern is uh, when we get done playing on Saturday, we got the same ones that started the game, ended, and they're all standing upright. So does that mean you play more? You as, go many as, we can, as many as we can. You know, um, situations, things are going to dictate that. We've got a plan to play some guys. Um but there's also some guys we got, you know, that are with us right now that aren't ready to play. Um, so I don't know how it's going to end up working out for us, you know, because there's some guys you can put out there. I mean, if we were in spring practice right now, the guys that shouldn't be out there playing in a game are going to be the guys getting all the reps going against our guys. But when you decide to go play a game and keep score – I can't put some guys in front of Drayton Arnold that aren't ready to go play. It's not fair to him, you know. Right. And uh, that's the thing we're going to see as this thing goes on. You're going to see that a little more show. You're going to show up a little more because it's football. That's just the nature of the beast. And if I was in year five or six, may not worry about it quite as much. But not truly having year two, I'm not sure how to go about doing things. How healthy are you? for doing what we're doing as healthy as we're going to be. I mean, we're going to be without some guys and that's okay. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I'm more concerned how, what kind of game shape we're in. I don't know what that's going to look like until we get out there. I, that's, you can practice, you know, there's stoppages, there's things like that during practice where, you know, one group may not be going the whole time and, and, you know, you get in a game and, of course, only the defense is playing or the offense is playing or special teams. So there's another group supposedly over there resting. Um, but it's a different speed and tempo. And um, that's I'm, – I'm more concerned. I'm not sure how good a game shape we're in. We're in shape, but uh, I'm not sure what kind of game, game shape we're in. Normally, in a if this were a typical fall, let's say, you would have a couple of scrimmages before that first game. Have you been able to do that? That's what we're getting ready to do Saturday. Like I said, I mean, we just had practice number uh, 12. 
Saturday. Uh, we kind of scrimmaged a little bit and did a bunch of situational type stuff on Friday, the day before. Um, we have not scrimmaged anywhere. We've only been in full pads uh, four times, you know, um, wow. which is completely not not me, you know. Um, but I'm I, I'm trying to look at this thing as a year long deal, not as a season deal, you know, a, a spring season deal. I'm trying to look at it. So I, I, I'm not sure what to uh, what to expect uh, when we get out there on on, on Saturday. I, you know, I, Wofford will be much improved from week one to week two. That's just the nature of it and and how things kind of go. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure what to. Uh, what to expect because I'm trying to look at it as, as big a picture as I can and not narrow myself just to the spring season. I'm trying to make sure uh, I have these kids for the long haul, you know, don't burn them out of football. Don't, don't wear them out. Um, you know, and that's, that's, those, those have been my concerns more than anything else. It's, you know, you, you say that about kind of the big picture that gets tougher to do when they keep score, right? When there's, there's something to play for, it makes it tough to kind of keep that big picture perspective, does it not? Sure, it does. Yeah, sure it does. But I, I think in the long run, I got to keep the health and safety of these guys first and foremost. I mean, that's that's my number one concern because who knows how this whole thing's going to play out? I mean, that's we've figured we've seen that already last fall. You know, uh, we don't know how this thing's going to play out. You've already seen games not being played, whether it's COVID, weather, whatever it is, so far to start this FCS season. So um, we kind of take it one day at a time, and, and I try to just make the best decision I can with them. And it's, you know, it's different than it was in the fall because they were already here for a length of time before we ever started practice. You know, everybody had six weeks. Everybody brought them back in July at some time, and then you could start practice in August. And, and no matter how – screwed up your situation was with COVID or contact tracing and all that, they were here and they were pretty much, everybody was physically doing something. If you got somebody contact traced, then you lost a group of guys, but guys kept that those guys were out, but you had another group that were continuing to go. Well, we brought ours back January 15th and it's been 20 degree weather, 15 degree weather, uh, you know, ice and snow. We canceled, you know, delayed school one day, so I couldn't get out. Um, so th that's, that's been the dynamics that hadn't been fair to these kids. You know, when you say, well, we're going to go play a full season and go, we have not given them that opportunity to prepare themselves the right way. And I, you can say what you want to, they should have been at home working out over Christmas. It's different. It's different when you start getting ready to play college football. And we, I mean, we know that. Tell us a little bit about your coaching staff right now. You, you've hired some guys, you've got some new guys coming in. Tell us a little bit about, um, about your, your new hires. Yeah. Uh, we hired Nick Davidson to replace Landis Wilson, who went to South Alabama. Nick, uh, came to us from Tennessee state, um, played here, uh, 2011, 2012, I think was a defensive lineman here. Um, has done, you know, fit in well, uh, has done a really good job. I think he'll be an asset for us in that room. I think the guys have kind of taken to him, his coaching style and, and, and what he's trying to do. You know, it's kind of it's kind of unfair to throw somebody in there. We were actually fortunate. Landis left us early enough to where I could get Nick in here and um, get going. So that helped. And then we have not hired an offensive line coach yet. We're still uh, one coach short. Um, 
I didn't think it was fair, the timing when all that stuff happened, uh, to bring someone in here and try and get them used to knowing our guys and, and learning the system and us trying to start practice and, and doing that. So uh, Jacob and and uh, Ricky Spradling have both kind of taken that room over, tight ends and running backs and that offensive line have kind of got to all be in sync. And they, those guys have done a good job. And I wouldn't have felt that way if it wasn't an older group over there. I, I think we got enough old guys in that room and credit to those guys. They've taken the young guys under their wing. Every every young guy's got an old guy to, to practice with and do individual and things like that with. So, uh Think we'll be okay, you know. Uh, whenever we're done playing this spring, we'll we'll look into hiring an uh, offensive line coach and moving forward from there. But I just uh, and I may be wrong. I, I, I could I could shoot ourselves in the foot and and de- but I'll deal with that and handle that. I just didn't think it was going to be fair to the person we brought in here or those guys trying to get ready to learn somebody during a season type scenario. You know, I just it happens. Coaches get contact trace. You don't have them. You may not have them on Friday or Saturday. And so we're just – we're doing without the O-line part of it now. And, and, again, we don't do enough crazy stuff to where you have to worry about a bunch of things. We're pretty simple when it comes to offense. So I think those guys will be fine over there. Last time you guys played a home game at the end of the 2019 season, seems like eons ago, uh, your running back room looked like a mash unit with everybody, uh, especially a limb forward being out. What's the health and status of those guys right now? Well, it's not much different. We just got a couple extra bodies in there. <laughs> so, uh, TP's doing fine. Uh, Gino Appleberry's doing fine. Not sure if Lim's going to play or not. And then Jeff Wood's doing fine. So we got three, at least three healthy bodies in that room, and we're going to go and go see what happens. Is what it is. Wide receiver, that's been a position of, of depth for you guys, I felt like, over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, it helps when you, you had an All-American there in, in Bryce Nunley for a couple of years, but your thoughts on that group right now without Bryce Nunley? Yeah, I think there's some I think there's some guys that are working really hard in that room. Uh, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is we don't take some of these guys that are here now, Ty Summers and Kenora McKinnon and Reggie Henderson, we don't have wide receivers in this program because they're all they were not with us before the fall of 2019. So um like how those guys work. I think we got some really good young kids that just have to grow up a little bit. Uh, but I think those guys in that room have a chance to be good. Kenori's had he's worked really hard since the last time we played a football or since before that. Last time we played a season, he's worked really hard to get better. Reggie's worked really hard to get better. I think all those guys can run. Uh, I think they're long enough. They give us some different uh, – I, I think each one of them have their own different attributes to, to play and, and do that. And Andrew Manning's come along and, and done some good things since he's been there. And then the young guys are going to be good. That's you know We're going to throw them in the ball game and see what they do and, and let them take some reps and uh, you know just kind of go from there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that room's got a chance to be – Maybe not great, but it can be solid and be just as good as it needs to be and, and give us a we're, – we're much better there than we were in 2019. I feel good about that. It's just um, with the depth part of it, we just – we got to see some guys grow up and some other guys are going to have to make plays now since Bryce is no longer with us. You had a couple of guys that could have left um, but chose to come back, Chris James being one of those. Um, just your thoughts on – 
on those guys and and kind of what they mean he and and moon on the offensive line and and just kind of what they mean to this program to to be able to have those guys especially during a a year that's as strange as what this is shaping up to be yeah well i think the biggest thing is is i think they enjoy playing football you know i mean they, they both have the rest of their life to go work you know and go punch a clock or, or do whatever you're going to do, slide down that brontosaurus after the horn goes off, and you know, and, and go enjoy the rest of your evening. But um, I, I think the biggest thing is I, I think we've got this place to a point now to where they enjoy playing football. They, they see that we've got a chance to have a pretty good football team, and they want to be a part of it. You know, they, they want to be a leadership part of it. They want to handle that. And, you know, I was here before. We had some fourth- and fifth-year guys graduate and not hang around. Uh, but I think that says a lot for the kind of people we got in the building and the kind of people we're, we're putting around them. And if they didn't enjoy it, they wouldn't they wouldn't be here, you know. And, and I think that's the thing. I think those guys like playing football. I think they enjoy being around their teammates. I think they I think they want to be good to a certain degree. And uh, you know, it's it means a lot for me that they they want to hang around because they don't have to. I mean, that's that's the thing. Nobody nobody in their right mind sits around and goes through two seasons at one time just to do it, you know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of those guys. I'm happy for those guys who are giving themselves a chance. And I, I think they have aspirations after this. We go try and play somewhere else, which is good. And I think they're just trying to give themselves the best opportunity to do that. What is it about Drayton Arnold that kind of separated him from the other guys at quarterback? I, you know, Drayton's Drayton understands the offense. He's been around. He's, you know, he's heard it for a year or two. He's seen it in action. I mean, you know, that's the thing. Those other guys, I mean, they've never – they've seen us play Western Kentucky, and that's the first time they saw that offense live and in color, you know, um, besides at practice. Uh, but, you know, Drayton's steady. Uh, he doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. I mean, he just kind of goes in there and does his deal. And, and you know, Drayton, he just – he's got to play the game. I mean, that's, that's the thing. We just got to get him some experience and some reps and, and see what he can do and see the things he can handle and – People are going to force him to do some things this year, and he's got. We got to see if he can handle it, and that's you know, spring's going to be a good time to see that. And, and uh, but he's just he's a guy that's just settled in. I mean, and that that's the thing. He doesn't make too many mistakes, even out of practice, and he doesn't force the ball. I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to force the ball and force throws. He's he's shown that in the football game already. He's just got to get he's got to get in the groove of playing and feeling comfortable about those things and giving himself a chance to to be successful. Do you have a number two settled yet, or is that still a, a yeah? I mean, open... Cole, Cole's the backup. He is. He's the backup right now, and and uh, you know, hopefully, this thing plays out in the next couple of weeks where we get them all a bunch of reps and, and let them go play in the game. And you know, again, if we start getting beat up and hurt up up front, is it fair to put Cole in there in front behind some, you know a group that's not ready? I, probably not. You know, but. We, we got to try and manage that and see how it goes and, and see what we can do with some things and see if we can give some guys some other opportunities to be successful. I mean, we can put anybody in the game, but you got you want to give them an opportunity to be successful and not saying those other guys aren't going to try hard for him, but it's just it's different between being ready to play in a football game and just out there practicing trying to get something done. I've told you before on here, man, I, I, I just – I really like this group of guys you've got on the on the defensive side of the ball and, and the way they can play. Um, I want to start up front with Devonshay Maxwell. Can he take that next step? I think so. 
Uh, I hope so. I know he wants to be good. Uh, you know, he, he wants to be a competitor. Devontae's got to get himself to a, a point where he's he's playing and, and going as hard as he can every snap. Um, you know, I, does it happen this spring? I don't know. I think he'll play hard and go hard. But, I don't, again, I don't know what kind of game shape he's in to get that done. But there's definitely for sure, I mean, there's not very many people in this league like him when they decide to turn it on. And, and uh, he's got a chance to be a good football player the next couple of years. So, uh, but I think he's, I think he's no doubt one of the top defensive linemen in the league. Seems like you've got some depth now, uh, along that defensive line. Are, are you happy with, with what you have out of that group? I think we're closer. Um, I don't think we're near strong enough as we need to be up there up front. I think we've got a lot of work to do in the weight room between now and next fall. Uh, but I think we're closer for sure. I think we're, we're, we're a lot better off than we were in 2019. There's no question about that. Uh, it, we, have, we have some better players up there. Uh, we have some guys that understand what we're trying to do. We got some size, we got some speed, we got some quickness up there. Uh, we just keep adding to it. I think we'll be okay, but we have to, uh, we have to get stronger up there. That group's got to get stronger physically, mentally, um, but we're, we are, we're much closer up there than we were. How good is Ty Beck? Good football player, you know. I mean, good football player, smart. Um, got to do little things a little better. We talk, I talk to him all the time about playing in the box and keeping your shoulders square and, and understanding how to make people miss you, seeing angles of offensive linemen coming to you and understanding if the shoulders are high, coming underneath, if the shoulders are flat, working over the top, and uh, just little things. If he can clean up some little things, he's just as good as anybody, as anybody in this league. You know, we've seen a lot of those guys uh, – play at at linebacker is is there a guy out of that group that you feel like is is really poised i mean we, we know what ty beck is but is there another guy out of that group that you feel like may be poised to to really take a, a couple of steps forward well cam jones no doubt in my mind he can be just as good as anybody we got uh he's a junior he got hurt but second third game last year had a high ankle sprain took him a while to come back from it uh, but cam can run he'll hit you he's pretty smart uh him and ty you know seem to play really well together against western kentucky i think those two will, will uh you know be good football players for us in there and make a bunch of plays it's those are guys we're used to having two guys like that you know uh in the middle i think uh Justin Sanders and Bo Spearman have a bright future here. I really do. Both those guys can run. Bo can really run. Uh, just got to get stronger, you know, true freshman. Um, you know, and I, but I think both those guys can. And then Christian Snyder, you know. Best thing about those front seven guys we got, the D-line and those other two guys and, and the linebackers is nobody's – we got one senior, you know. There's one, there's one senior in that whole group, and that's Montez Wilson who transferred from Rhode Island uh, defensive end. So I'm, I'm excited to watch those guys continue to grow. And uh, hopefully they can just continue to get better. Did you have any interaction with Cam Jones' his dad? I didn't know who his dad sure. was and, until sure. he passed. Uh, any? What, what was your interaction like with him and in, in uh, getting Cam to come to school here? I was good. You know, those times were different. They were able to come visit and, and uh, do those things. Uh, but nice guy, super nice guy. Um, you know, it was funny because when Cam got here. Uh, Marshall Cooper was here, and I forgot who – it might have been Ty. I can't remember who else was playing the other linebacker spot for us, but I think it was Marshall and Ty. And uh, Cam wasn't starting. His, you know, his dad called me, and I was like, he, he ain't happy. I said, you just got to have a little faith in me. 
like things will work out how they're supposed to work out. So you just, you know, you got to tell him, keep working. You know, he'd just come in the summer for 2019. I was like, you got to tell him, keep working. And that's, that's things that happen when these guys transfer. A lot of times they think they're going to show up and just play. And well, we got good players here too, you know, in spots. <laughs> and it's just not as, not as easy as walking out there and, and going, but uh nice guy, you know, that was a, that's a terrible, terrible story. He fell for Cam. I mean, that was, I mean, literally Cam got here the day we reported back in January and, he got here for the team meeting and then had to turn around and go home that night. So uh, hmm. it was, you know, it was tough. It was, it was not a good time for anybody. You got three really solid safeties in, in Dowdell, Jackson and, and Lawson. How do you find ways to get all three of those guys? Uh, can you get all three of those guys on the field at the same time? Uh, I don't know about the same time. We just got to be smart about rolling them and rolling them through and, and uh, give an opportunity. That's, you know, when you talk about playing in the spring, that's what you got to do now. I mean, we're, we're going to have to roll guys and and get guys going and, and, and move guys through there. And those guys are going to have to understand that nobody's going to be ready to play 50, 60, 70 snaps, you know, a game right now. Nobody can. I mean, I, if they can, they're better coaches and they're better at getting them ready than me. So I, I just don't think it's it's smart. So. You know, we got – I feel pretty good about four or five guys back there. I mean, I think Zay Brown's had come a long way. Uh, Jordan Walker's come a long way as a true freshman. He's going to be a really good player here, man, just because all the reps he's getting right now. He's so much further ahead because this year doesn't count. So, I mean, I'm really excited about what he's going to be able to. And and Telly Plummer's kind of been nursing some things since he got back. But you're talking about a guy that can run smart back there that will play a lot of football here before it's all said and done. Let's talk about special teams now. Um, Gabe Boring's a guy that the local kid that's that's been here and been through the program for a little while now. Um, he's he's kicked off. He's he's punted. What's Gabe's role right now with with your squad? He's that utility infielder. He does a little bit of everything. So uh, he may do a little bit of everything Saturday. Uh, we're Aaron Sears was supposed to come in and kick for us a little bit. So, uh, but Gable punt for us. Uh, he may kick off some. He can kick extra points and field goals. Uh, we're going to let Skyler Wilson, a true freshman, uh, handle the, most of the kicking duties, kicking uh, field goals and, and some of the kickoffs. So we're just kind of, you know, spring is what it is. This time of year, you go have surgeries and you do things like that. And and I made the decision to go ahead. A couple of those are, you know, Aaron probably could have played through some things, but I told him, I said, you know what, go ahead and get it fixed and, and we'll deal with it and we'll figure it out as we go. So. What about in the return spot? Um, no Bryce Nunley back, but there's Brandon yeah. Dowdell is still there for you. Who, who will be that other guy to return kicks? Yeah, I mean, we got a couple of guys back there that can return. A couple of them wideouts are back there, and one of them, uh, Geno Appleberry, back there. Uh, you know, about the only kick you get to return anymore is kickoff return. Uh, punt's becoming a, pretty much just a change of possession. Everybody's kicking it away. You know, very few people kick it to you anymore. I mean, we don't kick it to anybody on the punt team. You know, we, we try not to. Um, so, you know, kickoff return-wise, Dowdell's back there. Geno's back there. Uh, Ty Summers, Canori. You know, we, we, we got three or four guys we think they can run and go do some stuff. So um, that's the thing is it's just that kind of, we're kind of all over the place right now. I mean, I, I, I watched Wofford punt the other day and they didn't kick it to anybody, you know. So the kickoff is what it is. You've got to kick it to somebody at that point in time. But pretty much all of us has come to a conclusion it's better not to punt it to somebody if you, if you can help it. 
Can you draw any conclusions right now on what this what this conference is going to look like this year? Which year? The spring or the fall? In the spring. <laughs> uh, well, three home teams won Saturday. You know, um, all three home teams won Saturday. I don't know what it's going to look like in the spring. I, you know, uh, you're going to see some people play that uh, probably aren't ready to play. I'm talking about positionally. I'm not talking about whole football teams. Um, you're going to see guys play for us that aren't ready to play, you know, physically ready to play. Uh, I, I don't know what it's going to look like by the end of March. You know, uh, I don't I don't know what we're going to look like Saturday. I really don't. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I'm not, not 100% we're doing what's right by doing this this early. I think if we just started maybe in March sometime after giving these guys a couple of months of being here, a month and a half of being here and getting ready to go, I think that would have been more beneficial to everybody. Uh, but we're playing now and we're doing what we got to do. So I, I think it's going to – I think in the long run it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt this league. But that's just my opinion. I've, I've, I seem to be in the minority of that, um, which is okay. I don't mind – sticking my neck out there and letting it get chopped off. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just – I think in the long run, we could really hurt hurt these um, hurt these football programs in this league by playing too much early. So that, that's, that was a huge concern of mine. Will the VMI game be made up later? It just depends. I mean, you just – depends on what happens from here on out. I mean, that's the thing is you're, you're seeing it and uh, I think you're seeing it in basketball now where – getting towards the end of the year and people playing, not playing, or do they want to play, not want to play? I mean, could be, could possibly. I mean, I, I, nothing's at, at this point in time, nothing's out of the question. I mean, that's that's the thing. We may lose a game or two and, and go play somebody in OVC if they can't play somebody. I mean, you just – you don't ever know. I mean, that's we, – we kind of figured this or saw this in the fall. You just – you don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, that's why you take it day by day. I came in here this morning and it was raining – so we're going to see if we can get enough of them together and go out this afternoon <laughs> instead of lifting weights. So that's that's what you do. You just kind of try and figure it out. Give us a scouting report on Wofford. Good football team. I mean, Wofford's Wofford. You saw them lose the offensive player of the year last year, and they went and scored 31 points against uh, Mercer. Didn't turn it over. Uh, played good on defense. You know, I think they had one penalty. I mean, Wofford's Wofford. They're doing what they do. Uh, there's a reason they've won the league three times in a row, and they went out there and, and did what they were supposed to do on Saturday. They they ran the football. They actually threw the football a lot more Saturday, which was uh, intriguing, very intriguing. I think they're solid defensively. Um, Michael Mason's a really good defensive lineman, was a good player last – well, 2019, whenever it was last time we played, and he showed up. I think he had – Two or three sacks, two calls, fumbles, uh, very disruptive, you know. And they got a couple of skill kids, 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 skill kids, and a couple of running backs that are really good players. And I thought the new quarterback they had in there Saturday did a really good job of running the offense, throwing the football when he had to. Uh, it'll be, be interesting to see how much true option stuff they do with him. It wasn't a whole bunch of that Saturday, so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Wofford was Wofford. They're big up front on the offensive line, and, and, and uh, they do some things schematically, defensively to give you trouble, and it'll be a good football game for us to play first. 
Coach, good luck. Be safe. We'll talk right. again. Yep, y'all too. Thank you. Thanks to Coach Wright for the time. Glad to have football back. We want to invite you to come back and join us again for Mox on the Mic. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.